I find communication so important to form great relationships, and I feel as though we can learn so much from others and their experiences. That is why I share how people are making their mark. Welcome to the Little Line Podcast. I'm your host, Sasha Turpin. Today I'm flying solo. I am going to do a year review and talk to you about the whys and hows and all those things. Um, I want to reflect on last year. Um, gosh, 2023, what a year. Um, I got to go visit a friend that moved away from Salt Lake and get to spend time in her new space. And um, I got to go with Paul later on through that year to see her um, in um, Florida as well, which was so great. She's one of my favorite humans in the whole wide world. She puts a lot of stuff into perspective for me. She's just the humble, humble human being. Um, again, she's just one of my favorite people. And so to take the time to be able to spend with her is always so nice. Um, and it's also so nice because we used to travel all the time for sports and, um, Paul's always usually involved in stuff. And so to start the year off with her last year um, on one-on-one -on -one time and just get to ease into her space and her mind and her life was just a pleasure. Um, I always learn so much with her. I always say that she's one of my friends that's like an onion. Every time I'm with her, I get to peel back another layer and learn more about her and just you know, deepen that relationship and be able to just fall more in love with who she is as a human and just respect her and value her even more and more every time I get to take time for her. And um, I mean, as much as I hate that she's not in my city anymore, um, she's one of those friendships that I'll take time to spend with her outside of this space of mine and be able to explore new places with her as we grow older. So, um, she's just one of my people and I appreciate her always making time for me and, um, being able to spend time with her when I get it. Uh, I started this podcast, which was huge. Um, I thought it would light a fire under my kids' uh, bellies to start what they thought that they were going to start. Um, I know that it's just one of those things that seems like such a big task or maybe um, that they are just so young in their adulthood right now that uh, it's just something that seemed so fun and thoughtful to do and they just realize that the life that they're leading right now has so many ebbs and flows to it that they just can't sit and do this one thing. So I understand that. Um, hopefully one time they'll make the time and prioritize it in their life because ultimately I think that they would do a great job doing what they say they want to do with their podcasts. I know that Chandler has talked about becoming a fitness um, enthusiast and to be able to be out there and um, share his um, athleticism with others and uh, become an influencer in that. And I think that he could really do such a great work on that. And then Carson, with his sports knowledge, I know, could go out there and do the best podcast, one that would be 
listened to by a lot of sports fanatics. He knows his stuff. He enjoys sports thoroughly. And um, the banter that he has with his friend when they get together, it just is, it cracks me up. And I know that they would really thrive in that and in that realm of life. And so I hope that they decide to take the time to do that and um, that you guys can experience the banter that we get to experience on uh, sports weekends. They're really fun to listen to. Um, we have our family trip to Italy. We've shared that on the podcast. Um, I went to Alaska. We were supposed to do that for my best friend's 40th birthday. Um, 2020 happened, and so we got that in this last year, and that was probably one of my highlights of the year uh, for so many reasons. She is such, she's my rock. She is my ride or die, and I'm going to get her on one of these episodes one time, but she never takes time. I she does take time for herself for, for different things, but she, I never see her really spoil herself. And so to be able to do Alaska with her, her one of her dream vacations and to be able to, uh, just see her eyes and, and watch her experience it and to spoil herself for the time that we went was one of my favorite things that I've done. Uh, she's just, she deserves the world um, she gives to everybody. She fills everybody's cup. She includes everybody in everything. Um, and I just adore her. And so to be able to take that week with her and see her just enjoy the time with her husband and good friends um, and spoil herself a little bit was um, just a pleasure for me. And seeing the wild of Alaska... I don't think that I could have done it with anybody else because um, a lot of the trips that you take on, take, you know, has a lot to do with the people that you spend it with. And I know that I couldn't have seen Alaska with any other person than them because they enjoy the outdoors and the wilderness and just, it just makes you appreciate every part of it that much more. So that was amazing. And then... Um, I got to do Panama with Paul for our anniversary. That was awesome. It was a, we stayed in the rainforest and it was just gorgeous. And we got to spend um, a lot of, you know, one-on-one times and adventure together. And I mean, again, just traveling is such a passion of mine to see um, how different people live and what their cultures are like. And, um, it just puts you in a space that you have to appreciate the life that you're in so much more. It just makes me value things just that a little bit more. Um, I got to do the ultimate hike, which was amazing. Um, if, again, if you're a listener, you heard the, uh, podcast episode about, uh, the hike and my friend, um, her going through cancer with her daughter and being able to, uh, get through that and why she, uh, does these cancer hikes. And that hike was amazing. Um, we got to hike it with a 15 year old that 
was diagnosed at four years old. They really didn't think he was going to survive. And so doing that hike with him and his mom and then being able to cross the finish line and see the emotion on their faces and just know that that the people that we earned, we fundraised for, and this boy got to live because of the research that this this project does was just made it that much better and it makes me know that the money that I'm raising is going towards such a beautiful cause and that it helps people and I got to be with one of those people that truly got the benefit of it and and that was what made it even that much better and then um, a big trip was the Philippines. Um, I think if you guys follow me on social media, you got to see that I experienced, um, gosh, a huge undertaking. Um, I became Mrs. North America this year, um, and I almost felt like a fraud because, again, this um, my director took over this year, so she wasn't able to hold a big pageant or anything, and so I took the title and I just was like, okay, well, I'm going to hold the title and go to the Philippines and, uh, you know, run for Mrs. Universe. Um, I did not know how big this pageant actually was going to be. I thought this pageant was just going to be this little, um, just like side door thing in this little hotel and that it was just going to be put on and was going to be a small event. This event was so huge, and I was so not prepared for it. I was so lucky to have become friends with Mrs. Peru, Lizzie. Um, she let me use two gowns of hers so that I was fully dressed and ready for the pageant. Um, I came down in an outfit one day because the schedule had said casual, and it was nothing but casual. It was... Everybody was dressed in formal um, glitters and sequins, and I came down in this plain old jumper, and she looked at me, and she's like, what are you in? You need to go change. And so I ran back upstairs to my room and had to change into a gown. So that took another thing off of my list of clothing that I had for the week. And so luckily for me, she um, was not a person that uh, was going to hoard her clothes that she wasn't going to wear. And luckily we wore the same size and I was able to be, um, dressed for the events that week. And, um, I'm so excited to be able to, um, plan a trip to see her in Peru. Um, it's funny that Paul and I actually had Peru on our list for this year and we were planning on doing, um, community service out there and she has uh, a, a group of people that she does she works with out there so I'm going to be able to work under her and be able to see her world and then also be able to vacation out there with her so that will be an amazing trip that I look forward to this year um I learned a lot about live I've always wanted to live life with intention I I think that our life we don't reach goals and we don't reach our dreams without intentionally living. But this year, it was just kept, it kept on being put in front of my face. Like, you got to do this with intention. You've got to, uh, you know, work your 
your goals and your day with intention and it and I'll do so even more so this year but I feel like I hit a lot of the goals that Paul and I wrote into our uh, book this last year and I know that this year be with the ULA format that um, I'm going to reach even more goals in a more structured way and that's super exciting to me. A lot of people ask me, where did this pageant thing even come from? So when I was in high school, I did run for Miss West Valley. Uh, one year, uh, I didn't make anything. And then the second year, I made second attendant. And that was a really fun year. I did a lot of parades and a lot of um, in-school things for Mrs. West Valley. Well, not Mrs. Miss. Um, she did a reading program. And so I went and helped her with that and helped tutor a lot of students at um, different elementary schools with their reading and stuff. She had a really good program for that. And then um, when I was in my 20s, I had a friend that was Mrs. Utah. And so she was like, you should run this year. I could crown you, you know, if you ended up winning. And I didn't win, but the experiences that I got out of it um, were really great. The second time I ran for Mrs. Utah, um, I started up a platform of my own um, called Talk Talk Child Sex Abuse. Um, one of the reasons that I started Talk Child Sex Abuse is because um, I, as a child, was abused, sexually abused, and um, I've realized in the adulthood that there's, you know, a cycle to that. And um, the cycle relives itself a lot when we just shove things under the rug. And so I was like, we need to break the chain and talk about these things. And the more we can talk about things, then the more we can prevent it. And so I started doing a 5K. I did it for five years in a row. And uh, I then got super busy with the boys. And I was just like... I, I can't keep doing this project of this. It um, it it's a big undertaking to get permits and um, schedule a date and put it into um, fruition. And so, with the kid kids' schedules being so busy, I was like, oh, okay, I have to put this on the back burner. Well, now with the kids being older and two of them out of the house, I was like, okay. Last year, I told Paul, I was like, okay, I'm going. I want to start this again. And now that I've started more of the thought process, I'm like, okay, I'm not going to do the 5K. We're going to start doing a carnival. And so Paul is um, graciously opening up his showroom in April, and I'm going to be doing a carnival. And we'll just have food trucks, and we'll have um, games and raffles and silent auctions. And those proceeds to that will be going to the policy project Sapria and Prevent Child Abuse Utah. Um, and those are the programs that I'm going to be working with this year. And I'm super excited. I got licensed with Sapria. They have classes um, that help teach parents um, about how to talk to your children on an age-appropriate level about child sex abuse. And they also have um, a class about consent on how you talk to your children your teens about what consent is and how they make sure that they are in a relationship if they decide to do certain things that they have the correct form of consent so that 
there's not going to be anybody in the relationship that will be hurt or miss um, communication through it. And so that is my big thing of why I love pageants. Um, a lot of people think that pageants are just this glitz and glamour situation um, and it's a vanity thing and it really isn't. Um, you meet some of the most beautiful women inside and out that are making a difference in the world. Um, they are out there doing so many good things for their community and um, that's the beauty for me for the pageant. And it gives you a good... Um, it gives you a good place in the community to be able to share your platform. So um, it's funny how, you know, wearing a crown and a sash helps you get in the door for a lot of these things. But that's my biggest why as to um, why I do pageants. I love them to introduce um, a lot of people to the platform that you're working on. And so this year... I am going to be doing meetings for Sapria. Um, I'm going to be doing a monthly class at um, hopefully certain libraries, maybe some churches or um, schools um, about how to speak to your children about child sex abuse, how to prevent it, how to stay aware, and how to address um, it when it does unfortunately come up. Um, and so I hope that you listeners, if you're in a situation where you have young children and you want me to come to your home, we can do classes in your home with friends and family. Um, you can attend the community meetings, but um, that is my big to do this year is that I'm going to be doing these classes. So I'm super excited to share my platform and I'm excited to have um, the crown for until April to be able to have that as a backing to the platform. Um, if any of you have questions and or want a class or you think that you have family or friends that would also benefit from this, reach out to me and I will be happy to oblige. I am excited to get this off and running. So I'm excited to have that with me. Um, so my word for the year is gratitude. I, um, you know, you hear the word gratitude and you take it actually um, so lightly, I think. Um, this year when I was at the Ula Palooza, um, I've read it in the book, but it was reiterated at the meeting and it just is amazing to me how big the word gratitude gratitude can be. So this year I started a gratitude journal and I'm going to be writing in it before I even get out of bed every morning um, what I'm grateful for. And sometimes it's going to be the bad stuff that taught me a lesson. So I'm super excited about um, my word of the year and I'm excited for my new venture with ULA. Um, I have become an ULA coach and I am going to spread the word of ULA and I want to help others reach their goals and I think what better way than with the ULA structure. Um, so 
if you are wondering about that, reach out to me about that as well. And I would love to talk to you guys about how you can get on the framework and learn how to structure your goals and make your dreams come true. So I'm super excited about that new venture. Um, and so those are my to-dos this year. I'm going to do a family service project, the meetings for Sapria. I'm going um, to coach people in the ULA life and the framework structure of how to reach your goals. And I'm so excited for this year. I'm looking forward to what it will look like. And I am excited for you guys all to join me in the rest of what this venture will look like. Thank you so much for tuning into the Little Line podcast. And I am so excited for what's to come and what um, guests I have worked up and what you guys, what I have in store for you all. Um, I am starting a series for child sex abuse to lead up to Sexual Awareness Month, which is April, and that is why April is the month that I will be holding that carnival. So if any of you uh, find that to be part of um, a platform you'd like to participate in, reach out to me on that as well. You can help be a volunteer to um, help with that carnival and be a part of that space in my world and I would love to take you on as a volunteer and um, have that be such a successful event so that we can help fund um, these things. Um, I brought up the Policy Project. They are an amazing organization. They start helping in a lot of different things um, and what they do is, is put themselves out for the legislature to put a new thing on the docket. This year is their Safe Child Project, which is also part of Sapria and um, Prevent Child Abuse Utah. And they are trying to get into the system so that um, there's a system with Utah Child Abuse Utah that um, they can get into the schools and teach students about child abuse. And... Um, it's available here in Utah, but only 11% of the schools take part of it. And so what the Policy Project is trying to do is get it on um, the docket so that it is part of the school's itinerary for, like, um, to put in, like, out there to teach the kids. So I'm excited for that. Um, January, there are a lot of events. So please follow my social media on that so that you know when you can attend and see what that has to hold. Um, again, I am super passionate about um, this platform. Um, I think the more we talk about it and the, no the knowledge that we have on how to properly talk about it is going to help our children in the future and make it so that it's not a taboo subject and so that it can actually be something that we may not have to talk about in the future as, um, as just, hopefully it can just be something as we talk about for prevention instead of how to help, um, after the fact, um, 
So if you guys want to learn more about that, I have the links in my show notes for that. Um, I am also working on merchandise. Um, I'm going to be having a website coming up soon and I am going to have, um, some merchandise for sale. So that's also in the works. I'm super excited about that. Um, I have the cutest girl working on my brand and I am just, I actually met her her this morning. I'm super excited about the artwork that she came up with and I hope that you guys will love it. Um, one is uh, super based on my family and it's very personal and then the other is just um, a beautiful artwork with one line that creates this beautiful theme and I'm so excited about it. So um, I'm excited for when that comes up and I hope that all of you guys will love it and want to buy the merchandise and we're going to start doing a lot of the stuff personal so that if you guys want to put your what your line is, like uh, if you want it to represent adventure or travel, those, you know, the things that are super important to me, but you can find your word and put it on, um, your merchandise with my, my, my branding. So I'm super excited about that to come out and share with you. Um, that will be probably by the, I don't know, Marchish area. Um, we'll see, but I will announce it when it comes out, but look forward to that. Um, other than that, I will have that series and, um, I have other people on the docket that I'm excited to share with you. If you have anybody that you want to share with the world that you think I should interview, please also send me those. Um, and I will reach out to them and see if that is something that they would like to do and be on the podcast and share their stories. I won't. That's what this is about. I want to share stories. I want to share people that are are um, doing wonderful things and that um, that can inspire others to do great things out there. Um, that's what that's what this is about is to share each other's stories, learn from others, um, and what their life is going through, and know that we're not going at life alone, and to learn from other people. So to impart love and kindness is what I really want to share this year. So thank you for listening. I um, appreciate you guys. Please go and follow me on social media and on where you're listening to the podcast. Please, please, please review. It helps other people find this podcast and um, it will make it just that much bigger. So until then, you guys do something big with your little life.